Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fitz's Sports Show. It is Sunday, December 6th. Today's episode is going to be an NFL recap video. If you've never been here for an NFL recap video, let me just break it down how it's going to go down. These are actually my favorite episodes to record. Uh, pretty much all I do is I got ESPN pulled up here. I'm just going to go down game by game. Uh, some of the games I've watched, some I haven't watched, and this is just my first initial raw reaction to this week's NFL action. Uh, it's my favorite. I feel like it's the most, you know, just off the top of my head. It's fun to kind of get on here and ramble, and I feel like it's just fun to talk to you guys and figure things out as we go together. Uh, thank you for being here. If you've been here before, welcome back. If it's your first time here, welcome. Make sure to, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Head on over to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever social media platform you prefer. I'm not picky, but I would love you to f- drop a follow there. And, you know, be a part of the family. Uh, we're a young podcast. We're growing. We're just getting started, and I'd love to have you here. But I do not want to waste any more of your time. So without further ado, let's just hop right into it. First game up, we had the Saints versus the Falcons. No Drew Brees. I watched a little bit of this game. Taysom Hill and the Saints are able to come away with a win on this one. They win 21-16. Big one for the Saints. They're 10-2. and uh, We'll see on Wednesday if that's enough to move them in my top five rankings. Like I said, on Wednesday we do, normally we do college football uh, talk. We talk about the college football playoff that drop on Tuesday. And then we talk about um, my NFL top five and then whatever else. Most of the time, Monday episodes are going to be dedicated just to football, just to NFL. Uh, I could fill up a whole podcast episode just talking about the NFL. So that's what I do on Mondays. Wednesdays are more, you know, we get a little college football. We still talk some NFL. We'll get NBA, all that stuff going on. Um, I do have a little bit of boxing to talk about today, but we will talk about that at the end of the episode. And then Fridays, or I say I only do Monday and uh, Wednesday episodes, but... I, I, I mean, it would be Monday and Thursday. So I'm looking at my podcast schedule right there. I record Sunday night, so that's you get the football. And then I record uh, Wednesday nights, and they post on Thursday. So Mondays are mostly football with a little bit of whatever else is going on. Thursdays, we you know just do a little NFL, talk more college football, talk more NBA, all that stuff. It's subject to change. This episode is just the NFL recap. Um, so yeah, Saints beat the Falcons. Able to get another win without Drew Brees. Drew Brees could be in the lineup next week. But, yeah, Saints keep rolling. Falcons put up a good fight. Wasn't enough in the end. The Bears and the Lions. The Lions are able to come up with a win versus the Bears. A big win for them. The Bears now fall to 5-7. and seven. Lions are 5-7, and seven, so they're tied. Uh, if there's any chance of a Lions playoff, let me pull up the playoff um, standings real quick so we can have that to look back to because we're getting closer and closer to playoff time in the NFL is getting more and more uh, we have a lot of interesting tight races coming down to it and you know we got to start factoring in playoff contention with all our games so the Lions beat the Bears so now they're tied with the Bears for 10th still you know out of the playoff hunt but if Minnesota Arizona and San Francisco want to do some losing they could potentially make their way into the playoffs. I don't see that happening, but it's definitely still a possibility. The biggest winner of today for me was the Cleveland Browns. I We talked about it in the last uh, podcast episode how this, it's a big game for Cleveland. It's a game that, a prove them game, you know. Had a good record going into it at 8-3. and three, Playing against the Titans who had a big win last week uh, versus 
the Colts. They won 45-26 last week. Had another big game versus the Ravens. And they've been looking really good. They were a team that I had on my bubble of being a top five team in my rankings. Uh, they're no longer going to be in the bubble because the Browns are able to steal a win versus them. Pretty much, they came out hot. They came out hot and uh, scored 10 straight in the first, 28-7 to seven in the second ha- uh, second quarter. Second half, they only scored three points, though. Tennessee m- made a comeback, made it close. Uh, not enough. The Browns are able to hold on. And 9-3, and they're a team that, you know, if we're going off of just logic, they beat Tennessee, who is a bubble team. Just right outside my top five. So now that should theoretically push Cleveland uh, into the bubble and into a team that might be a top five team in my opinion. I, it's crazy this team doesn't look like a top five team. I got to take that into account. I don't necessarily... The consistency's not there yet. But, it, I mean, you got to give Cleveland their props. Baker Mayfield had an absolute day. He's a gamer. That's what he is. He reminds me a lot of Dak Prescott and the fact that, you know, if he doesn't have uh, a great game... He's still going to try and find ways to win. He's a competitor. He's always going to do that. He's always going to compete for it. And he came out and had a great game today. So hats off to the Cleveland Browns, able to get the win versus the Tennessee Titans, who a good football team, but we saw kind of a, a fatal flaw of theirs today. Well, I guess we didn't. We saw that they could actually come back, even you know being down, having to go more air, air raid offense. Their defense stepped up in the second half, and they were able to make it a close game. So uh, if you believe in moral victories, that could be a game for the Titans because they were down 38-7, to and were able to come back and hold Cleveland just a field goal in the second half. So the story, yes, Cleveland got it done. They got the win. Uh, they didn't make it easy. They did it in Browns fashion. They came out to a super hot start, went ice cold in the second half, and able to still do enough to hang on to the win. So you tip their hat to the Browns. If you're Tennessee, I'm sure you're like, hey, if we play a better half of football in the first half, we win this game. But, you know, what do you do? If you're Tennessee, you just tip your hat to the Browns and you move on to next week, who they have, uh, they play the Jaguars, so a good chance to right the ship and get back on a win. Their team, that they have the Jaguars, the Lions, and the Texans, uh, three other next four games. They have the Packers in between the Lions and Texans, but three very winnable games out of their next four. They could potentially be, let's just say, for argument's sake, that they go ahead and beat the Jaguars to go to 9-4. and four. They beat the Lions to go to 10-4. and four. Let's just say, for the sake of the argument, they lose to the Packers. I'm by no means saying that's a lot. They could very well beat the Packers, but that would put them at 10-5, uh, and five, and then they beat the Texans. They'll be 11-5, and five, and probably looking at a really good spot uh, for the playoffs. Right now, they're in fourth at 8-4. and four. Cleveland's behind them at 9-3. and three. I think that should be... Um, I feel like that should be adjusted. I feel like Cleveland should be ahead of them at 9-3. So they're probably in 5th now. ESPN still has them at 4. I'm not sure why they would have them at 4 still. Unless there's some wonky um, tiebreak rule, which I don't think there is. Maybe because they're... I don't know. Right now they have them at 4. I think they probably could be in 5 unless I'm missing something. But either way, Tennessee's looking like a a very good lock for a playoff team. They're going to be in it. And they're going to be fighting. And Cleveland, this is a big win for them. You know, they probably... Go ahead, and if they can get another win, maybe two wins, they're for sure locked into the playoffs. I mean, looking at teams who could potentially dethrone them, there's, uh, you know, Miami's already in the playoffs, Indianapolis already in the playoffs, Vegas at 7-5. and five. Yeah, Cleveland's looking really good. They're looking like definitely going to be a playoff team, barring uh, a collapse in the second half or the last couple games of the season. 
They play um, the Ravens, which will be a tough game. The Giants and Jets, two winnable games. If you're Cleveland, you don't want to drop one of those. And you play the Steelers. So let's just say, for argument's sake, they lose one to the Ravens and to the Steelers. That would put them at 9-5. and five. They beat the Giants. They beat the Jets. They'd go to 11-5. and five. So, yeah, I mean, you don't want to drop any games to the Giants or the Jets. But if you just dropped one to the Ravens and dropped one to the Steelers and beat the Giants and Jets, you're probably in at 11-5. and five. So Cleveland in a very good position to make the playoffs. Um, but it was a big win for me for if you're Cleveland. I think it would win, yes, got a little too close than what you wanted, but it's a game you can hang your hat on, uh, their first big win. Because going into this week, they didn't really have any major big wins where you're like, hey, that was a good, good, good win. I mean, they beat the Bengals, they beat Washington, they beat the Cowboys. The Colts was a good win. Uh, lost to the Steelers, beat the Bengals again, beat the Texans and Eagles. So their only other really good win was versus the Colts. That was clear all the way back in week one, two, three, four, week five. So this was, this was a big win for them. They've won four straight. They beat Texans, Eagles, Jaguars, and now the Titans. It was a good football team. And big win if you're a Cleveland Browns fan. Great day for Cleveland. Uh, I feel happy for them. I feel happy for Baker Mayfield. Maybe they get a little criticism off their backs now, head into it try and string, string a couple wins together going into the playoffs. And who knows, this Brown team is one that it's scary for me just because the consistency is not there, but the the uh, inverse to that is they can go, they're streaky. They can go and put on, you know, 38 points and a half on you. And then if they do that, they're probably going to win the football game. They're a team that I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl by any means because I, there's just no way to predict that. They haven't shown any indicators that they're, a true Super Bowl contender, they're definitely not as strong as some of the teams like the Saints or like Kansas City or maybe Pittsburgh, but they definitely have the talent. They have uh, that ability to go on streaky offensive runs, and that makes them a dangerous team in my opinion, so I'm not counting out them by any means, and you know, who knows? String some more wins together, keep winning. You want to be playing your best football right about now, and they're doing it, so props to the Browns. Bengals versus Dolphins. Uh, Tua back in action, 296 yards, one TD, 26 or 39. Big win for the Dolphins. This was one you could not afford to lose. You now move to eight and four. You're still sitting in that sixth seed in the AFC, which is a playoff spot. Remember, they expanded into seven spots now to make the playoffs. So they're still uh, a game ahead of the Vegas Raiders and uh, two games ahead of Baltimore for that race in. Uh, that last couple playoff spots in the AFC. Big win for the Dolphins. You need this one, especially versus the Bengals, a 2-9 team. Probably closer than what you wanted at 19-7. I didn't get to watch this game. I think uh, Miami did struggle a little bit, but a win's a win at the end of the day. They were able to shut Cincinnati out for the second, third, and fourth quarter, it looks like. And, yeah, they pulled out the win. So you can't be too mad if you're a Dolphins fan. Looking forward for the Dolphins. Looking ahead, they have the Chiefs, which is... Not gonna lie, probably gonna be a loss. So they probably fall to eight and five. Patriots, Raiders, and Bills. You, if you you would like to win two out of those three. Um, hopefully, you would look to win the beat the Patriots and the Raiders before you have to play the Bills because the Bills are a much tougher opponent. But that Raiders game, have that one circle because that one could potentially have major major playoff implications. As right now, Vegas is sitting in the eight seed at seven and five, and Miami sitting at eight and four. So if things kind of hold out the way it's going right now, um, that game potentially could decide who gets in the playoffs. It could be for a playoff spot. So 
keep that game circled if you're a Dolphins and or Raiders fan. Um, next game we had up was, if I can just get back to <clears throat> the original section. Let me take a sip out of the Hydro Flask real quick. Hydro Flask gang, stand up. Jaguars versus Vikings. This one went into overtime. Didn't watch the end of this one. My man, Justin Jefferson, had a big day for me in fantasy. 121 yards, one touchdown. You gotta love that. Vikings pulled out a win. That's a game, if you're the Vikings, you did not want to lose. You don't want to lose against the Jaguars. Got a little too close for comfort, but once again, you know, you struggle versus a bad team. You pull out the win. They're not going to put an asterisk next to it and say you struggle. The win's a win. You improved to 6-6. Six and six. Still looking like kind of an outside shot at the playoffs. Let's look. Let's see. Let's see how much of an outside shot they are. So right now they're in set. No, they're actually in the playoffs right now at six and six because the Arizona Cardinals lost today, I believe. So you're the Vikings. You definitely do not want to lose to Jacksonville. That would be a heartbreaking loss. You're in the playoffs right now. You keep winning out. You might find a way to make it into the playoffs. It's still tight. You still have a lot of work to do. Arizona's right there in eighth at six and six. San Francisco's at five and six. Uh, Chicago's a little bit farther away at five and seven, so they're probably not too big of a threat. But it's going to be between Arizona and San Francisco, but mostly Arizona and Minnesota to see who gets that final playoff spot in the NFC uh, division, in the NFC conference. So they have the tiebreaker over Arizona based on best win percentage in common games. So, yeah, if you're in Minnesota, you're happy you're able to pull out that win. And you just hope that, let's see, you got the Buccaneers next week. They're coming off a bye. That's going to be a tough game. I think Tampa Bay is going to be coming for blood. A lot of doubters on Tampa Bay. Maybe Tom Brady comes out and tries to prove them wrong. Then you play Chicago, which is a big game because they're behind you. You don't want to lose that. Then you have the Saints. Then you have the Lions. So not the easiest schedule. You have two games that are going to be tough with the Buccaneers and Saints. And two, you know, Bears and Lions are tough too. So you have some work to do if you're Minnesota. You can't sit back and you know, rest on that. You're 6-6. Six six. you got a lot of work left to do. But as of right now, you're in the playoffs, so that's something to celebrate in Minnesota. Um, next game, let me pull it back up. We had the uh, Raiders versus the Jets. The Jets almost, man. New York, I feel for you. I do. Still 0-12, though. Got that goose egg. Good news is you're going to get the number one pick. That's the good news at this point, right? It's probably better you don't win that game. Because if you win, maybe, yeah. Good good job losing. You're still tanking. You're still alive. You're still in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. The Raiders, what are you doing, though? What If you're the Oakland Raiders, what are you doing at this point? You coming off a loss to the Chiefs, which is understandable. A huge loss to the Falcons, which is not understandable. And then you almost lose to the Jets. This is not a great time to be losing um games they, they won this game on a hell mary Derek carr hell mary not the way you want to to be playing football right now you have the colts coming up which isn't a gimme game the chargers who you know young justin herbert could put it together you gotta show up for that one the dolphins here are gonna be battling for a playoff spot like we said that game circle if you're both teams that could be the potential playoff deciding game and then you have the broncos which is a winnable game but if you're the Raiders, you do not want to be struggling heading into this tail end of the season because it might be the difference between you making and missing the playoffs, to be honest with you. Right now, you're out of it. Indianapolis is ahead of you at 8-4. and four. You're 7-5. and five. You do still have that game against Miami, which is a good opportunity for you to gain ground. If Miami can lose one before you even play them and you could beat them, you're probably in. But the fact that you're playing close games versus the Jets right now is not a good sign if you're a Vegas Raiders fan. But... 
you know, put this one behind you. You get a win. A win's a win. Go on to the Colts. If you can beat the Colts, that would be a big one because Indianapolis is ahead of you at 8-4. If you can beat them, you'll be tied at 8-5. I don't know who has the tiebreaker. I assume Vegas would get it maybe. But, yeah, next week, have that one circled. Indianapolis uh, versus <coughs> the Raiders. That's a big, big, big one. Um, yeah, so those are the really the big story in the AFC right now is the race for that last two playoff spots. You have Miami, Indianapolis, and Vegas who all play each other. They're all fighting for that spot. Who's going to be able to steal that win? Um, yeah, you could put, if you're the Raiders, you could put this bad week, this tight win behind you and beat Indianapolis, then you're feeling really good about yourself. You're in a playoff spot probably, or you're just right there. And you could feel, you really change the feeling in that locker room. Because right now, yes, you got the win, but I assume you're kind of, you know, coming off a big blowout loss to the Falcons and then struggle and barely limp one out versus the Jets. Not a great sign heading into a big game versus the Indianapolis Colts. Not not fun for the Raiders, but you get a win, so you're still alive. Um, speaking of the Colts, they got a win too versus the Texans. I said Deshaun Watson will come out and give you a great game, and he did that. 341 yards, Stewart interception, but he, he gave, uh, says Texans red zone fumble seals win for Colts. So it looks like the Colts just barely held on. That's not a game you want to lose to the Texans. They found a way to hold on. <coughs> Got a tickle in my throat. They find a way to hold on versus the Texans and get a big win there. Um, big one next week. You, you got to bring it next week versus the Raiders. If the Colts can steal that win versus the Raiders next week, they'll probably be good. Ooh, never mind. They have the Texans again, who they almost lost to, then the Steelers, and then the Jags. So, yeah, if you want to to make the playoffs, it might be you got to beat the Raiders or else you got some work to do. But Colts still in a good spot. You're definitely in a better spot than Oakland because you're ahead of them. If you can pull that game out, it's in Oakland. This is a Colts team that I'm rooting for this Colts. I've been high on the Colts all year, and I do not want to be proven wrong. So we're cheering for the Indianapolis Colts over here. Um, next game up, we had... Ah, uh, yes. The Rams versus the Cardinals. This is a big one for playoff implications. The Cardinals, like we talked about, they were in that seventh spot. Now they're not. Minnesota's able to pass them up. A big win if you're the Rams. You're now in third, you know, solid, solidly in third. The only team that could catch up to you is the Giants, and they're at five and seven, uh, the winning, winning their division. So you get... A much-needed cushion. You're looking really good going into the playoffs. Stay healthy, keep winning games, and try and be healthy and you know in a good rhythm heading into playoffs. If you're the Cardinals, it's not so clear-cut. You got some work to do. Kyler Murray, Chris Kingsbury, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and the boys have a lot of work left to do. Looking at their schedule going forward, they have. Let me see. They have a game versus New York, which. Welcome sight. New York did get a win today, but welcome sight playing the Giants. Then another game versus the Eagles, and then 49ers. Then you have a final game versus the Rams. So you have a pretty favorable next two games. 49ers aren't a you know easy easy team, but a game that you would like to win. And then you have the Rams to end it off. So Arizona, it might not be looking great for them right now, but they have some winnable games ahead. They're still playing Minnesota, who you know isn't looking like they're 
a lock to win the to get that seventh seed. Anyway, it's just going to be between Minnesota, Arizona, and San Francisco for that last spot. The sleeper is San Francisco. If they can find a way to beat Arizona and maybe sneak one in versus Minnesota, I think they play Minnesota, right? No, they don't play Minnesota again, but they play um, Arizona, so they can find a way to win that one. That would be big for them. I don't. I think. My gut tells me at this moment, my it tells me Arizona's going to get in. I think Minnesota has a little tougher schedule. Uh, they play the Buccaneers. They play the Saints. They have a little tougher schedule. They have some more work to do. So even though they're in that seventh spot, they're by no means locked into that seventh spot. They, you cannot take it easy if you're Minnesota. If you're Arizona, you're playing a little bit of catch-up now because uh, Minnesota does have that tiebreaker over you. So, you know, this is one you wish you could have won if you're Arizona, but... You got to keep moving on. You got work to do. The Giants got a huge, huge win. Let's talk about the Giants. Great, great win. Let's look at the box score. Who, who performed really well? He had Colt McCoy at quarterback. He he managed the game like a veteran would. 13 to 22, 105 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Not a great uh, rating. So didn't play great, but played good enough to get the win. And they put up a 14 point third quarter, which is what's uh, put him over the top. Seattle was three. Had three points and two points in the first half, so they had five. New York had zero. Put up the 14-point fourth quarter, and were able to withstand a last-second Seattle drive where Russell Wilson threw a pick. It was fourth and long. They had to throw that big, huge Hail Mary, that, you know, a miracle prayer, and it got uh, batted down. It wasn't picked, sorry. Uh, Wayne Gallman had a, had a game, 16 carries, 135 yards. Yeah, the Giants, you're happy. That's... A plus. That's exactly what you wanted. You're looking good in the division now. You keep a hold of first place in the division in the NFC least. But you guys still got work to do. You have a hungry Arizona Cardinals team who needs a win for playoff purposes. You have a Cleveland Browns team who just beat the Tennessee Titans. And you have a Ravens team who they're fighting for their playoff lives as well. Then you have the Dallas Cowboys, the division opponent. But as of right now, New York is in first at 5-7. and seven. Washington plays tomorrow versus uh, the Steelers, so if they're able to get that win, they would be tied with New York for first. Philadelphia fall into Green Bay today, 3-8-1, and one, and the Dallas Cowboys, who play uh, Baltimore on Tuesday, are 3-8. and eight. So you're, you're happy. If you're in New York, you're still in first for another week at least. Uh, then you got to do it again versus Arizona. Got to pull out another big win. But you've won four in a row, so you're feeling good. You beat Washington, you beat Philly, you beat Cincinnati. Three not very good teams, but you got the win versus the Seahawks in a grinded-out game. And hey, it is what it is. So, congrats to New York there in first in the division, in that fifth spot in the playoffs. You're feeling, I mean, the fourth spot in the playoffs. You're feeling good if you're New York. You're right there. You're right in the thick of it. You're gonna have a chance to win the division coming down to it. But you're by no means, and I mean by no means, this NFC East is going to get really funky. It's already funky. You're by no means out of the woods yet it's going to be a coin flip for really any of these four teams new york has a clear path to win it washington has a clear path to win it philly has a path to win it and dallas has a path so any of these four teams you know a loss here if, like if new york turns around and they lose to arizona next week they fall to five uh five and eight if washington i i imagine they're gonna lose they'll probably be uh four and eight but then, you know, if they lose to Arizona next week and a team behind them wins, they could be tied or only a game down. Um, yeah, let's just say Dallas, for whatever reason, finds a way to beat 
uh, a Ravens team who's struggling. They improved to four and eight. Next week, New York loses. It's five and eight, five and eight, and you have a tie. So there's by no means locked up in that division. There's still a lot of crazy stuff that can, and my guess will happen. The uh, Packers took care of the Eagles, thirty to sixteen. I believe Jalen Hurts got a little run in this game. Let's see how he did. Let's look at his stats. I watched the end of it. Uh, Hertz had ten, uh, three completions on three attempts, thirty-three. Wait, what? Uh, oh, this is their season stats. I don't want to watch their season stats. Let me look. Get back to it. I'll just take a sip of my hydro while we're waiting. So Hertz went five of twelve, one hundred nine yards. One TD, one interception, compared to Wentz's 6 of 15, 79 yards. Yeah, uh, Hertz, does Hertz gets the start next week. He has to, right? I mean, he, he didn't look great. He had a 67 quarterback rating, but he looked a little better than Wentz. Moved the ball, threw the ball a little bit better. And I think he's going to be your guy going forward in Philadelphia. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know how long they're going to keep the, the Wentz train moving, but... Packers do enough to get the win. Eagles scored 13 in the fourth. That's when uh, Jalen Hurts was in there. So, yeah, going forward versus next week, they play the Saints. Look, it, the schedule doesn't get easier for Philadelphia. They play New Orleans, Arizona, Dallas, and Washington. They do have a chance. If they're going to make the playoffs, their path is you got to split either New Orleans or Arizona. you got to get a win versus one of those teams. And then you got to beat Dallas and Washington. If you do that, you'll probably win the division. At let's see, three, nine, six, and nine, six, nine, and one, right? Because three, four, five, six, yeah, six, nine, and one, you'd win the division, potentially win the division, unless you still need New York to lose a couple games. You could beat Washington. So, yeah, does that, is a six, nine, and one, is that enough for Philadelphia, or do you need to win out? You're still alive, but if there's a chance Philadelphia is going to win the division, it needs to happen now. They need to pick a quarterback. They need to run with it. I'm hoping they they continue to struggle on my Dallas Cowboys to win that division, but we'll see what happens on Tuesday. You know, if my Cowboys go out and lose on Tuesday, it gets really hard to win the division. Game uh, last game we had was Patriots versus the Chargers. <clears throat> Patriots versus the Chargers. Pats waxed them 45-0. to zero. No, Wow, just as I was giving Justin Herbert some love, he, he, he let, they let Herbert throw the ball 53 times. 26 of 53, 209 yards. Wow. Patriots, let's look at the box score for this. Let's just see what was going on. Cam Newton went 12 of 19, 69 yards, one touchdown. Jarrett Stidham, 2 of 3. It was Damian Harris's day. Uh, Cam Newen had two rushing touchdowns as well. Justin Herbert threw two picks. Yeah, I mean, looks like there was uh, two. Yeah, wow, that is a a big game if you're in New England. You know, a game to kind of maybe right the ship, get a big blowout win. You're in tenth right now, a long shot, but not out of it yet. You know, if Indianapolis and Miami and Vegas can kind of limp towards the end of the year, and you come in strong, you might be able to get it. Let's see who they have. Uh, the Rams, Dolphins, Bills, Jets. So if they were to win, let's say they win out. It's tough, I'm not saying, but they do have a game versus the Dolphins, so that helps them. 
Game versus the Jets is probably an easy one. So the big ones would be the Rams versus Bills. Um, if they can win that, they'll be... Let's say they win three out of their next four. Let's say they lose to the Rams, fall to six and seven. They beat the Dolphins, beat the Bills, beat the Jets. So now they're nine and seven. Uh, depending on what Miami does with their last couple game, with their last games, you could potentially pass them. They got four games. They've only won six. If they can lose three out of their next four, which they play the Chiefs, which will probably be a loss. If the Patriots can beat them, there's two, and then the Bills. So. New England's not, technically, they're not out. They still need some things to happen. They need some stuff to fall in their uh, in their favor. But there's still a little bit of life in New England. That streak might not be over yet, but it looks very unlikely. right? I, I'm not going to go ahead and say the Patriots are going to make this comeback and get in the division, but they do have a chance. I, personally, I think it's going to finish just the way it is right now. I think it's going to be Miami in the sixth spot, Indy in the seventh spot. Well, you could flip those two. Maybe Indy goes to six, maybe Miami goes seven. I think they're going to be the ones that make the playoffs, leaving the Raiders. And the team we're forgetting about is the Ravens in all this. The Ravens, a team that we thought for sure would be in the playoffs. Um, looking at their schedule going forward, though, they play the Brown, uh, Cowboys, the Browns, Jaguars, Giants, Bengals. So one, two, three, four. Mm, the Ravens might come in and steal it. Because they have four winnable games versus my Dallas Cowboys, the Jaguars, the Giants, and the Bengals. If they can win all four of those games, which I imagine they'd be favorites in all four of those, that puts them at 10 and 5. And if they, let's just say they lose to the Browns, they're 10 and 6. That puts them right into the, the playoffs at 10 and 6. They'd be in the playoffs. They would have to, unless Miami doesn't, unless Miami wins and goes 10 and 6 as well, maybe the Ravens would come in and. They have a very favorable schedule. If anyone's looking good and looking like they have a good chance, it's the Ravens. Way more than the Patriots. Unless the Ravens go out and lose to my Cowboys this Tuesday, which hopefully that happens. Um, it's a long shot. But Ravens, they're battling for the playoffs, and they have a, a path. They do not count the Ravens out yet. They are not out of it yet. Uh, I would actually be surprised if they didn't. Well, I wouldn't be surprised, but at 6-5 and five and currently in ninth, Indianapolis has some tough games going forward. They have some losable games. They just need to lose two. Um, Steelers and Raiders, maybe. I don't know. Indianapolis has a fairly easy schedule. Well, I mean, the Texans almost beat them today. So, yeah, if you're Indianapolis, you cannot slip up because the Ravens are going to be on your tail. If you're Miami, you cannot slip up. You have the Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders, Bills. So, three, four really you know, tough games. No, by no means give me games. You can't slip up. Uh, the Raiders, you got to make up some ground. You play the Colts, which is a good chance to get a win versus the team ahead of you. You play the Chargers, which is a good chance to get a win. The Dolphins, which is a, a good chance to get a win versus the team ahead of you. And the Broncos. So, it's looking more like, if we're looking at who has the easier schedule, it's definitely Vegas and Baltimore, the two teams that are out, out on the outside looking in. Yes, Indianapolis has the game advantage over Vegas and a two-game advantage. Well, potentially only one game advantage over Indianapolis, depending on if Baltimore wins Tuesday. So, yeah, it's gonna it's a four-team race, not a three-team race. It's Miami, Indianapolis, Vegas, and Baltimore. New England's on the cusp, but they're probably, you know, one loss out of it. They probably shouldn't. Have, if they could have had one more win instead of six losses right now, if they were 7-5 and five right now, you'd feel a lot better. But right now, New England's effectively out of it, unless some crazy stuff happens ahead of them. 
But it's a four-team race for those last two spots in the AFC between Baltimore, Vegas, Indy, and Miami. Now, gut feeling, I feel like Baltimore, just with their talent they have and where we had them before the year, who we thought they were, I feel like they're going to get it turned around and do just enough to get in the playoffs, and then maybe they could be a dangerous six or seven seed in the playoffs. As far as that last team, I'm not super high on Vegas, especially after today's Jets game. Miami, I don't know if they're ready quite yet with Tua, if he's going to be the 100% the guy to get it done. I like the veteran Philip Rivers in India. You know, my gut's telling me it's probably going to be Baltimore and Indy. That's just what I feel. That's what makes sense in my head. I would not be surprised if Miami makes it, makes it in, though. Uh, Vegas is probably my my least strong team. If I had to pick a team, I probably wouldn't pick Vegas. I'd pick any of these three teams before Vegas. But, you know, they're a streaky team, too. They've had games where it's like, you know, the game they beat the Chiefs, where it's like, what is going on? Then they've had games like this versus the Jets, where it's like, what happened? How These are two different teams. It's night and day. Um, it's really going to be, I think Baltimore makes it. I think I'm confident enough saying Baltimore's going to make it in, even in the ninth spot. I just got a feeling they're going to turn it on. Uh, hopefully they don't turn it on this week versus my Cowboys, but they're going to turn it on. Um, and, you know, some tough schedules for the teams ahead of them or some tough games and games they have a chance to lose. It's going to definitely be interesting. We'll see if Baltimore has enough juice to, to power in. I think they're going to do it, though. Uh, games we haven't seen yet. Well, right now there's a game going on, Broncos versus Chiefs. I got to address that. It's 3-3. Uh, just started the second quarter. I'm going to get off and watch that after this podcast. Uh, we have Washington versus the Steelers on Monday. <clears throat> Hard to imagine the Steelers losing that one. But if they did, if Washington could pull a New York and pull out a big upset, you know, they're right there tied with New York for first place. The Bills versus 49ers, that's a big game if you're Buffalo, you want to win. Even bigger game if you're the 49ers to even have a chance to stay alive in that playoff race in the NFC. If you win that, you're 6-6. Six and six. You're right there tied with Minnesota and Arizona for that last playoff spot. It's a huge game if you're San Francisco. San Francisco could be the guy that comes in and surprises all of us with you know, all eyes on Arizona and Minnesota right now. San Francisco could be the team that comes in and steals it. Uh, so they're, they're still very much alive in the playoffs. Then you have Tuesday, you have the Cowboys versus Ravens. We talked about how big of a game that is for the Ravens. But on the Cowboys side, it's an equally big game. This should be a game that has a playoff feel because both these teams are really in win-now mode. You have to win. You can't afford to drop too many losses, uh, to drop too many more games. Uh, Dallas is in fourth right now in the NFC East. But still, potentially, if they beat the Ravens, they're only a game out of first place. So you don't want to fall two games out of first place with a backup quarterback. That kind of puts you in a hole that might be too much to get out of. Big game for both teams. That's going to be a fun one to watch Tuesday. Uh, That's what I got for NFL right now. Now I got an alert. We're going to segue into a little boxing. I talked a little boxing. Uh, I talked the Logan Paul, Nate Robinson fight, uh, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones. I really enjoy boxing. I really enjoy talking about this stuff. Um, And a little bit of news broke in the boxing community, and I'm not sure how to feel about it quite yet. So, Floyd Mayweather, he announced he's heading back to the ring. Uh, Here's a direct quote from ESPN. Ben Baby, ESPN staff writer, wrote, uh, The retired former boxing champion will wear gloves again February 20 for an exhibition match against YouTube personality, not Jake Paul, but his brother Logan Paul, Mayweather announced on his Instagram account. <clears throat> Mayweather versus Logan Paul. 
Super Exhibition, February 2020, February 20th, 2021. Uh, yeah, that's going to be... Obviously, Floyd Mayweather's going to win that fight, right? Let's just get that out of the bat right away. Um, then we'll go into a little fantasy matchup and see what happens. And see what we can come up with there. Gut feeling, um, before we get crazy, before we start making wild predictions and start analyzing this fight, Floyd Mayweather's going to win this fight, right? Let's just all keep that in the back of the, our minds. We watched him with this Conor McGregor fight, and people started to creep in, and the thought got in people's minds that maybe Conor could pull us off. You know, he's experienced as a fighter. He you know, has the UFC background. He has a little bit of a boxing background. Maybe he can pull it off. Let's not let that... Let's not let that happen with Logan Paul. Look, Logan Paul's a guy... I haven't always liked Logan Paul. I uh, haven't always liked his brother. But it's clear that they are dedicated to boxing, right? They are putting in the work. And you got to give them credit. They have some wins. Logan Paul's never fought anyone even remotely near the caliber of Floyd Mayweather. If you're Floyd Mayweather, you can roll out of bed and box Logan Paul. If I'm being honest. This one is purely just to sell tickets... And just get everyone to watch. And I will be watching. I mean, how can you not? I get that a lot of real true boxing fans, a lot of hardcore boxing fans don't like this stuff. But to me, I think it's good to see guys like Logan Paul and Jake Paul get into boxing. Because let's be honest, boxing. Let's look where you're at. You're not in the glory, glory days anymore. Not in the golden days. The UFC is honestly taking over combat sports. And you need young guys like Logan Paul. You need guys like Jake Paul who already have followings to get in the ring. Bring their fan bases who a lot of them are younger people. Bring them into the fold and see if you can get them hooked on boxing. And I think it's, it's good for the sport. Uh, I'm not in the camp that this shouldn't happen. I'm all for it. I think if a guy like Floyd Mayweather wants to fight Logan Paul, you should be able to fight Logan Paul. He's going to make a lot of money, sell a lot of tickets. I'm sure Floyd Mayweather's not going to go all out and try and knock him out. He's never done that in his career versus real boxing. I'm not sure he's going to do it versus Logan Paul. He'll probably come out, put on a little show for, you know, I'll probably assume it's going to be eight rounds, I'd say. Probably comes out the first five rounds, first four rounds, just kind of playing around with Logan Paul, and then he'll put him away in the later rounds. But, 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 uh, I hate to even, Logan Paul's a lot bigger, right? Let's look at Logan Paul height and weight. So, Logan Paul's been weight boxing. Let's look it up. So, Logan Paul stands 6'2", 189 pounds. Now, let's look at Floyd Mayweather height and weight. Floyd Mayweather stands 5'8", 150 pounds. So, obviously, there is a huge advantage in the side of Logan Paul in terms of height and weight. Now, in terms of boxing experience, boxing training, pure athleticism, Floyd Mayweather has all the boxes checked there and he has the advantage there. I'm not saying Logan Paul is going to fight Floyd Mayweather. Not is going to beat Floyd Mayweather. He's going to fight. I don't think he's going to beat him. I don't think anyone can say that he's going to beat him. But maybe... Just based off the physicals alone, <clears throat> he can make it somewhat of a fight. But if you're Logan Paul, you have got to be in the gym 24-7, training, training, and more training, because it's going to be it's gonna be a fun one coming in uh, 
on February 20th. I'm excited. I'm a sucker for this stuff. I talked about, when we talked about the Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones and the uh, Jake Paul and Nate Robinson fight, I love these little celebrity boxing matches, you know, Jake Paul and Nate Robinson, because it's like a, you can't really predict it, you know, you you don't know how it's going to go down, you've never seen Nate Robinson fight, you've seen Jake Paul fight some YouTubers, you don't know who's training hard, who's taking it seriously, who's just there for a payday, you never know, and it's just fun to see two people that you're not used to seeing fighting, fight and see who's going to win, this one's not really like that, obviously Floyd Mayweather, clear heads and shoulders better than Logan Paul as a boxer, but let's just imagine for a second. I don't even want. I told you I don't even want to go here. But just for a second, this is all I'm gonna let myself go here. Just for a second, let's just imagine Logan Paul, for whatever reason, somehow finds a way to land a big shot on Floyd Mayweather. Floyd gets a little stunned, a little wobbly. Maybe Logan can land another one and put Floyd down. Floyd's a little older. Logan's younger. Logan's gonna be a lot bigger. Gonna be a lot stronger. Maybe he can find a way to knock Floyd out. If that were to happen, can you imagine the absolute pandemonium that would ensue? It would be bananas. Now it's not going to happen, but it would be bananas. Just something I had to throw out there. I'll be watching on February. Uh, I want to hear your guys' thoughts. So <clears throat> head on over to... Uh, let's go Instagram. Head over to my Instagram. Comment on my latest post. What are your thoughts on this Logan Paul uh, Floyd Mayweather fight? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Uh, who do you think is going to win? I better not say any of you guys say Logan Paul because he's not going to win. But just what do you think? Are you a fan of these celebrity fights? Do you like seeing guys who aren't really associated with fighting going and fight? Or are you kind of more of those, hey, let's let the boxers do the boxing? But Logan Paul and Jake Paul apparently they're boxers now. They're serious about it. They're training. So you got to give them respect. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather assumes going to come out and put on a show and put him away. I don't think he's going to try and knock him out in the first round. He'll probably spar with him, pat him around a little bit, put him away in later rounds. But that's all I got for you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for being here. We've had another 40-minute episode of Fits of Sports Show. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for being here. I will see you guys. Let's see. I'll record again on Wednesday. Uh, Going to talk NFL Top 5. Going to talk probably a little NBA. We'll see what's going on in the league then. Going to talk some college football, the college football player Frankie's go out, come out on Tuesday. And maybe we'll talk a little bit more uh, combat sports. Who knows? Thank you for being here. I can't wait to see you guys on Thursday. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Enjoy the enjoy your week this upcoming week. Hopefully your team's won this week in the NFL. And, yeah, we'll get to it. And I'll see you guys on Thursday. Thank you for being here. Head on over, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Head on over to all social media platforms and drop a like or a follow. Whatever you got to do, please do it. Help out the family. I've been rambling. I don't know what else to say. Uh, I'm just going to end this one right here. See you guys next time.